Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We are pleased to be joined by St. Paul City Council President and representing Ward 5, Amy Brenmullen. Uh, and uh, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Thank you so much for the invitation. Yes, let's uh, talk about rent stabilization in the capital city. And uh, people have maybe heard about this proposal. Where does it stand right now? Well, um, the it, it, it is a hot topic at the council. The last November, voters um, brought a referendum forward um, to cap rent at 3% annually. Um, and the better part of this year, the city council and a, a large group of stakeholders have been working on ways to um, improve the language of the ordinance so that it makes sense in St. Paul. Um, we're walking into this week expecting a final vote on Wednesday um, with a few modifications to the ordinance as it was uh, initially presented to the council. But um, by and large, um, we are keeping that cap in place and the changes are um, mostly made in um intended to incentivize uh, new construction and reinvestment. Yeah, and let's start with the stakeholders. Obviously, there are groups that represent renters in the city, and then, of course, there are the landlords as well. And finding an ordinance and finding a compromise that works for both sides is is the balancing act because uh, you don't want to do an ordinance that is heavily in favor of renters because you won't get new development and, and landlords would have a tendency to shy away from new properties, et cetera, or improving properties in the city. Exactly. I mean, they're, they're, the initial ordinance was really brought to us by one um, side of the conversation, and that was the housing advocates. And the housing advocates have a great point. We need to protect our tenants, especially in a tight housing market. And so I appreciate their their initiative and their leadership. Um, but exactly what you said, there we need to bring all of the stakeholders into the conversation and make sure we're not missing important details and making sure that the ordinance has drafted works. Yeah, and, and let's talk about the challenges. I suppose coming up with a number uh, whether that's based on the inflation rate, and inflation is high right now, so so there's got to be a challenge in that. But but as you illustrated, uh, making sure that there's incentives for investors to build new properties all over the city of St. Paul uh, in in various price ranges that that 
certainly affordable housing is is very important, but also uh, other types of of housing and rental properties are are valuable to the city as well. Yeah, I mean, I think that the everybody would agree that the number one thing we need is more units. We need more houses. We need more duplex. We need more fourplex. We need more large apartment buildings. We need little ADUs and tiny homes. We'll take it all. Like we need housing right now. And we wanted, when we made, um, you know, one part of our changes uh, into the ordinance is adding a 20 year exemption for new construction. And the idea there is that investors are going to, as you mentioned, shy away from um, projects where they can't get their return on investment. And, and we know that um, we need investors and we need developers doing projects in order to get to that, that number of units that we're looking for. So that, that 20 year exemption um, was a balance. Some folks were asking for 30, 50, a hundred um, and right. others wanted, wanted none. And, and I think we found that that 20 is really a number that works in, in St. Paul. And you talked about all over the city. I know uh, uh, across the river in downtown Minneapolis, you're seeing what once was uh, potentially retail space being converted into residential space. Do you think that is a trend that will accelerate, for instance, in downtown St. Paul, that you'll see uh, re- uh, the, the, the commercial or the office space being converted over to residential? Yeah, I mean, I think these are things we never would have anticipated before COVID, right? Sure. And then all of a sudden we have office space that's not going to be needed in the same way it was since people are kind of hybrid, working from home, yes. um, changing their habits. And so I definitely think um, we're going to see conversions of um, office to housing. Um, I hope that also means that we'll see conversions of, um, you know, first floor into more uh, restaurants and retail and things that people that pop up when there's a lot of folks living in the same, um, you know, proximity and with higher density. But we're going to see that, and, and that is one of the classes of um, uh, exemptions, is if it's a conversion from one type of zoning to another, um, that would also qualify for that 20-year new housing construction. And uh, on the renter's side, uh, there, there there's a tendency when improvements are made to a space or – uh, there, there are improvements in general in the neighborhood that uh, maybe a grocery store or other amenities move into the neighborhood that has an upward trend on rent. And I would assume as uh, a, a improvements are made or amenities in a neighborhood improve that that this ordinance will protect those renters from being priced out of a property. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when for I think there's two answers to that. One is if the city has money invested in a project, we can by contract um, require certain rent limits. Um, and so we're we're definitely you know using our when we're using taxpayer dollars, um, we're adding those requirements. But um, in terms of like seeing uh, reinvestment in neighborhood, there's a lot of interest in living in the city. There's a lot of interest in um, investing in different parts of St. Paul and Minneapolis. Um, and we are worried about displacement. We're worried that people will get priced out of their home. So the 3% cap, um, I think, really does put a kind of a lid on how much the rent is going to go up annually. Um, one of the changes that we proposed that passed with a 7-0 vote last week was to change it, the ordinance so that 
landlords could adjust between tenants if there was a, a just cause or if they a, a tenant um, just voluntarily ended a, uh, a lease. Um, and so we, we thought it would make sense to shift any sort of, of um, upward rent rates between tenants. Um, the advocates and, and, you know, a lot of people were worried that that was a blank check. And so they said, can you do something so that if there is a vacancy decontrol or a vacancy adjustment, that it's not an unlimited adjustment? And so last week we proposed a, a vacancy adjustment, but moderated it with an 8% um, uh, increase plus the CPI, the Consumer Price Index. St. Paul City Council President representing Ward 5, uh, Amy Brenmullen, joining us on this Sunday evening here on Steel Talk and Steve Thompson in for Geraldine Steele. And uh, she is joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Beyond that, the, the city has other other tools, and, and you alluded to uh, properties and developments that, that the city does have an involvement in. Uh, is the council considering uh, stepping up, if you will, investment in property development around the city? Absolutely. We just committed in partnership with Ramsey County up $70 million of um, American Rescue Plan funds to affordable um, housing, low-income housing, and we're trying to get to the deeply affordable at the 30% um, area median income level. So there's, there's a lot of resources that are coming from the, from the city, from the county, and we're working with partners like Aon and um, Project for Pride and Living, Common Bond, that are doing great work with uh, nonprofit development, as well as for-profit developers who are looking to um, have different uh, levels of housing units in one building. So we'll see some market rate, but we'll also see some deeply affordable um, by those uh, those for-profit developers. And, and when we add those um, low-income units, <clears throat> we're able to um, say we need to keep these low-income units uh, for 30 years or 40 years. Or recently, uh, J.B. Vang and Associates agreed to a 50-year um, agreement on keeping the units at an affordable rate. So we're we are stepping up and stepping in. Although I would say that the the uh, the council and in partnership with our mayor's office have been prioritizing uh, adding housing and keeping housing affordable for the better part of the last decade. All right. So now one of the big questions: uh, all the stakeholders, uh, people re- representing renters, uh, representing landlords. Uh, is there consensus? Uh, I, I know when there is compromise, not everyone's 100% happy. But what, what kind of feedback are you getting on the ordinance as it reads at this moment? Well, I, I think you make a good point. <clears throat> when you reach a compromise, usually everyone's a little bit unhappy. Um, but sure. I, I do. Um, and so then you're like, oh, we must be doing something right. And I, I'm, I will say that the when you have a, a written ordinance that comes to the council and then you have to, um, you know, the work in front of us is to change an ordinance. It's a lot different than if we were drafting it from scratch. So I think that that's kind of created this false, um, you know, conflict that really we're so close in terms of what, what we're all trying to do. Um, so there, I believe that as we're coming into this Wednesday's vote, that there is people are fairly well in agreement. I think that there are people who think we could do more. I think there are folks out there who wish we would have just repealed the whole thing. 
Um, and we're finding that common ground. We're respecting um, and honoring the will of the voters who turned out to vote in last year's election, um, but at the same time recognizing that we needed to have more people at the table in order to make that ordinance make sense in St. Paul. And I really I'm really happy that we've we've struck that that um, that balance. And and I've said several times at the council meetings, it's we're not putting this in a granite, you know, monument. This is an ordinance. And if in six months or a year or two years we need to change it, we will. But, you know, this is how we're going to move forward as of hopefully this Wednesday. Um, and then finally you brought up the number and the, and the need is to find that balance that it can't be, you know, 100% or, or 80% that, that there needs to be balance between uh, all the constituencies here. Um, but the, the sense of need and, and the demand, can, can you give us an idea of, you know, what, what St. Paul's going to need for new rental units in, in, in the coming years, I, I, I'm sure there's been a lot of studies done and a lot of numbers, but give us a sense for for the need in the city of St. Paul. Boy, I would say, I mean, we're we're we have the historic development of the uh, Ford site, and we're sure. adding four four thousand units of housing there. Um, we're redeveloping Hillcrest, and there will be another thousand there. But I would say we could probably use ten, ten to fifteen thousand wow. units of housing now. You know, I'm I'm interested in. <clears throat> we talked earlier about, you know, converting office space into resident or into um, housing. Are people going to end up living more in the suburbs than the exurbs? And is the demand going to come down on the city? I don't know, but I just I don't feel like we're in a place where we can take our foot off the gas in terms of additional housing. So I'd say we're looking at somewhere between ten and twenty thousand units of housing. Wow. Um... <clears throat> A big number and a lot of work to be done. But uh, thanks so much for the time tonight and uh, spelling it out. Once again, uh, the big vote uh, coming up on Wednesday. Have a good evening. Yeah, thanks for the invite. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.